part of the conversations that happen around my kitchen table. He's John Brandon and he's been a stand-up comic for more than 30 years. She's Amanda McKinney and she's been my daughter for her whole life. Our family believes laughter is a gift from God. We often discover it while discussing culture, faith, and family. So go ahead and pull up a chair, neighbor. Can I call you Carl? There's plenty of room here for you. Hey, I was going to be the first to say something this time. Okay, go ahead. You can be first. First. That was it? Mm-hmm. I thought you had something prepared. No, I just didn't want you to just say, all right, or hey. Too bad. That's what I did. We're at the FLF conference. We're actually broadcasting from, we're not broadcasting from the FLF. We're recording at the FLF conference, and it's been good. And I thought you would have something really uh, cool to say no. after a couple of days here. At the- I am barely conscious. I'm so tired. <laughs> sleeping away all, from home. All of this fellowship and theology has wrung her out. Four kids in a hotel room and waking up, you know, seven. Actually, this morning it was like 6.30. Really? Yeah. And then I took them to swim. And it, There's a lot of walking in Knoxville, which I is great. I would have expected that they would have been more tired than that today. But. I would prefer parking the car and walking places, which is what we've done. But yeah. then, like, at the end of the day, I'm like, why am I so tired? And I'm like... Oh, because I've just been doing a lot. It seems in my mind like I should be able to handle this. Should mm-hmm. be able to just go all the places and do all the things. But without being tired. But, but now we're on the podcast and you're tired. I do all the things and I go all the places and I am tired. Mhm. So, well, it's been it's been a good it's been a good thing, I think. I've learned some things. I've got some takeaway. Do you have a takeaway? A takeaway? Or some takeaways that uh, that you want to tell Carl about? Um, like from the talks and stuff? From whatever. It doesn't have to be a talk. The, the truth is that I have the Canon Plus app, and so I've heard a lot of this stuff already or read the books of the people who delivered the talks. And, hmm. and you can get a lot of good content. That, that says that says a lot. Look, the that, audience agrees with me. Uh-huh. Was, well, we should have applause. I think there is applause there on is that, applause, isn't there? That, um, that just that we heard was not canned. No, that was actual applause. And it was also not for us, so it might as well have been canned. Uh, but that says something about the, the quality of the content at the app or on the network in general when you're getting the same quality. Yeah. As what you get I at don't the conference. come to the conference to hear the keynotes because I can hear them better when my kids aren't, you know, mm-hmm. right next to me in the booth. You come to the conference for the social aspect. Yeah, we come. We can we talk about stuff afterwards at the table. We can meet. We can meet Carl, and we have. We've yep. met a. We've met Carl. I gave uh, somebody my autograph. Get out of here! It was like a nine-year-old girl. Really? <laughs> she might have been younger than that. And she came up to the table here uh-huh. and, and wanted your autograph? I'm not positive she knows who I am. <laughs> I think she's just making the rounds, but that's okay. <laughs> she got everybody's autograph. Everybody who's sitting behind a table. Right. She she's wants like, their autograph. You know, that's probably the best way to do it. Your, your odds are better of actually having it somebody really important is. if yeah. you just get everybody's autograph. Yeah, yeah. You don't worry about whether or not you know people and, and you just... 
Just go someday, over. There might be a person who yeah. has an autograph I should have. Someday someone might know them, and then you'll be That's ready. That's true. The autograph today that you get from somebody who's unknown, when they break out in a few years, you'll have that autograph, and you can show it to a bunch of people. So now, uh, now there's a coffee break happening. People mm. are going to be mingling. And, uh, and then next is going to be Jason Whitlock and Megan Bashan mm-hmm. up on the main stage. Or Bashan, as I call her. I and think then, it's Bashan. I think you're probably right. I just call her Bashan, and then everyone goes. Usually people just don't say anything. Yeah. They just, they just kind of assume yeah. that I'm dumb and so. don't bother correcting me. So yeah, I don't have anything to talk about. We well, just, I want to wrangle a couple of people. Can you let's pause? This we don't and even look at a have a, another microphone set up. Yeah, we do. Well, I'm going to go find a person, Carl. So don't leave it. Pause it. And I'm going to go find somebody to talk on my podcast. I guess I'm going to plug in a microphone. Yeah, you plug in a microphone while I'm gone. Hey, Carl. It's just me right now. My dad hasn't come back yet. Um, I'm watching him just walk all over this conference center right now, walking everywhere looking for somebody to talk to and it's making me laugh because (laughs) he looks kind of lost but there's like a thousand people in this room and and nobody currently striking his fancy so i'm just gonna keep waiting i'll keep standing by see what he comes up with and so far he's passed i don't know two three times three times probably and no luck so We'll just wait. We'll keep waiting. Okay, Carl, he's back. I'm back. With, JT, with, there's some f- headphones for JT. you. I got more. I, I knew. I saw you from a distance, and I saw that you were talking, and it's like, she's making fun of me. Oh, for, you saw me talking? Yeah, and I knew that you were going to make fun of me, and I knew what you were making fun of me I, for. I waited I quietly for a solid 10 you minutes. You have to turn his mic up. For a solid 10 minutes, I waited quietly. And then when you when you walked past for the fourth I got time. Gabe. I had to wait for Gabe to finish his conversation. And he's going to come and be on the podcast, but not until later, like okay. after the other thing. So we'll have okay. to figure out how to do that. But JT, JT's a good guest. He's been on here before. You make it sound like, oh, I knew you were going to get JT. No, I did not because... <laughs> Not because he's a bad guest, but because he was already at our table. <laughs> he, was, he was at our table, then he walked away. <laughs> you had to I go find him. Back. You're like, I'm going to go find somebody. John Thomas Oaks in the house. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I still think about your confetti story. Like, from time to time when we start the broadcast, it just goes through my mind the time you bought confetti and you had to sign that piece of paper. You know what oh I'm talking about? Goodness. You told that story, but told that I, think, story on the podcast. I think it was back in the handheld recorder days. Yeah, I was sitting at your kitchen table. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then we should definitely tell that story again for people <laughs> who are on the network now. So, uh, Well, I just want to say in the, in the same vein as uh, getting autographs before somebody is famous, because that's what we talked about just a minute ago, mm-hmm. JT hasn't done his performance here at the conference yet. That's the only reason you were able to get him over here. That's right. He's going to be in demand, he's and he's going to be just around. as hard to get he's as... He's walking around under the radar, and so he comes to our table when I'm you ask. I'm not going to be able to get Doug Wilson. I'm in not like, going to be able to get JT. In like two hours or so. Well, a little more than that. More like than that. three hours or so, he's not going to be available. Yeah. So We, we decided it's going to take about three hours to go through the line there, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story. All right. So, uh, John Thomas, tell Carl 
about, about your multicolored confetti that you tried to buy a few years ago. <laughs> you talking about when I bought from that website online? Yeah, because yeah, you have a confetti Queen. cannon, right? Yeah, and I went and they had the big pride banner. Is that the one you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Well, uh-huh. I tend to complain about things that I'm paying money for. Right. So <laughs> when I saw that big pride ad, you know, for this confetti that I had already paid money for i expressed my discontent and i got a threat letter from the company <laughs> that i bought the confetti from and they said we do not tolerate hate speech or of any kind and your comments have been flagged if you insist if you persist in these comments we will report you to the authorities <laughs> And I'm like, I just gave you money. And what authorities? And what, what authorities authority? are you the talking cons- about? The confetti cops. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, about a year ago, that happened to me in front of an abortion clinic. One of the workers came out and said, what's your name? And my dad was standing there with me. And he goes, I'm Tom Yokes. What's your name? <laughs> and she wouldn't say her name. And she said, what's his name? She, and he said, this is John Thomas Oaks. He's my son. And she goes, I'm going back in to write your names down. And I'm going to call my friends at the FBI for your activities today. And Dad said, you mean standing on the sidewalk? <laughs> so it's funny how they, but, you know, your a year ago, I thought that was ridiculous. I thought, yeah, she's going to call her friends at the FBI. But uh-huh. today they arrested 11 grandmas and grandpas for counseling you know at an abortion no, clinic and they're facing that. like $250,000 each in fines and 11 years in prison and I'm like really for stuff they did like two years ago yeah. or three years ago so, so you know you, you got these companies that you're giving money to and they're berating you for, for your beliefs the same thing happened with that board game I bought you know that board game I bought yep and I <laughs> and I unwrapped the plastic and inside the lid was a big LGBTQ message oh yeah diversity equity inclusion LGBTQ you know we we invite people, all people, especially people from the LGBTQ and people of color community to play our games. And we I'm invite like, I, all people, especially. especially yeah, and people. so I thought, well, why didn't you tell me that message before I sent you money? Why did you have to hide it inside your box so that I don't see your ideology until I crack it open? Yeah. So I immediately late. threw the box away and I listed the innards on eBay and sold it for 250 bucks. So I made my money back. Oh. So, so that, that turned out pretty good. Okay, okay, okay. Backing up for just a sec. So JT doesn't just buy confetti for no reason. Uh, yeah, he, that's true. He and his dad have uh, several shows, several plays, oh, musicals, wow. and several of them <laughs> involve confetti. But I think it was Star Queen that you were buying the confetti yes. for. And, and the story I remember has to do with before you bought the confetti on right. the website... Oh, okay. They made you sign. They made you sign something that said that this, a waiver. Was, this confetti was only going to be used in celebration of um, of pride. Of pride. Because it was a discount. You got a discount. No, uh, no, that wasn't that wasn't part of it. Really? They just berated me for my customer service letter. <laughs> yeah. No, I never. I wouldn't have bought that confetti. If I had to sign it. <laughs> Heck no, no. I, know, I know you didn't buy it, but I think I think that was the comment that they were that there was a disclaimer and a, a, some sort of a thing you had to sign yes. that said I will yeah, not like, use this confetti except in celebration. And you didn't buy the confetti, you but buy you it. did comment that yes. it was there. And what a yes, because they wanted you to sign off. They wanted you to okay. guarantee that you were going to use it. Okay, for it's all coming back to me. A now. pride. They were going to get a pride thing. <laughs> And you okay. can't you can't throw this confetti. Unless you're throwing it in celebrating celebrating the alternate lifestyles that we support. LGBTQ. Yeah. Hooray for gays. Are you kidding me? Hooray for gays. Can they do that? 
<laughs> it's like, what if I... Can like, they dictate where you're going to use That these? was what was so funny about yeah. it, because they were putting it in a confetti cannon and shooting it at the yeah. end of Star Queen. <laughs> I think they like, install little micro qualify. cameras in every flake of confetti <laughs> so that they can tell if you're where using it, it for a pride celebration or not. Can you yeah. do it in reference to Purim? No. Yeah. That's not what this confetti is for. Purim has three of the same letters as pride, though. <laughs> yes. You, you can't possibly get by with That's it That's got to be significant somehow. You can't, Surely. you can't spell Purim without P-R-I. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. Um, so, uh, JT, do you have a, a highlight that you from the conference that you uh, want to mention? A highlight from the conference is, uh, has been hanging out with the Branyans and the McKinneys. Uh, oh, I wish Hanging out by the fire and playing board games later than we should be staying up so the thing about have done that. the thing about the oaks family is that they are storytellers and story story sharers so they were in the back of my mind this morning when we got up and went to, we went to the continental breakfast at our hotel and the lady i think luke told you about this but i'm gonna tell carl the lady who was bussing the tables cleaning up was muttering yes. and muttering is almost not the right word because muttering is sort of quiet and under your breath this was she was loudly complaining about her job about every single task she oh, had to no. do she Poor was thing. she was so, and like on one hand i was like okay we're gonna do an extra good job to try to you know make sure that we don't leave a mess and we're gonna you know be polite to her and she's everything. already having a bad day she's, she's having a hard we're not time gonna make it worse but right. on the other hand i was just thinking to myself what a teaching moment for my kids too like people notice people notice your attitude they notice you know the kind of kind of mood you're in and the, the energy you're giving off and it has an effect on people and so yes. I was kind of smiling to myself because she had a um, an iPod not an iPod those are ancient what would she have had she had some type of music player in her pocket a Zune maybe that Did was she have it. a Zune that could be and it was blaring Christian music and she was <laughs> singing along with it she's going you know uh, oh, oh, what is it it's a it's a gospel song about I'm going to have a victory or something like that. I don't remember exactly. And, she, and help me. Oh, you pray for me and I'll pray for you. That's what it was. Right. Oh, that's great. Right. You and that's coming out of her I'll headphones while she's grumbling about all oh, of her. Oh, she was even singing along with it. Like, yeah. it's like every couple of seconds she would remember, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to be I'm supposed to be in a worshipful mindset right now. And so then she'd kind of hum a few bars and then she'd go, oh, Lord. And then she'd, like, look at the mess in front of her and be like, help me, help me. I know. I can't deal with this right now, she'd say. And like it was just I uh, wanted noteworthy. I yeah. wanted to put a put a pin in. Are you guys leaving? Are you leaving, Bruce? Oh. No, you can come in. JT is I can be done. JT's he's not done. You're, you're gonna come back because I want to talk about your mom and dad and right. how excellent it is. But yeah. but uh, Bruce is gonna come in. And his brother. Oh, do I need another? Jason. There's a fourth mic down there. Should we give them both a mic? We should can. We or should we make them share a mic? <laughs> we have the ability. It's the really trashy mic, the third, the other one that's not yeah, out here yet. Yeah, let's give them the trashy one. <laughs> it's really, really. Should share. you pause that? Yeah, I will. All right, so we're back. We kicked JT to the curb for a little bit. Um, <laughs> he's a good enough friend. We could Yeah, he's that. a good enough friend. He, he's not going to take a person. He'll be back. Uh, but we got the, uh, what's the name of your podcast again? Reform Dissenters. Reform defenders. So you guys are not reformed. Dissenters. Dissenters. We dissent. We dissent. 
<laughs> like in a courtroom. All right. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, it's like that. How long? Well, you could also defend in a courtroom. That's so true. There's the <laughs> uh, that's a good point. <laughs> maybe that's why he has so much trouble hearing and understanding all the time. Like my clues aren't great either. <laughs> I'm sure whatever my problem is, it has something to do with your right. deficiencies. Yeah. It's not on you. It's not me. <laughs> Blame somebody else for your problem. It's not possible. I am doing excellent. The problem is, I just am not surrounded by quality people. <laughs> uh, you're related to Adam, I think, oh, in some way. Of course, she's my daughter, so if she's not a quality person, that again comes <laughs> yeah. back on me, doesn't it? So. so you did an interview yesterday, and with I had With these a, guys, yeah. With, yeah. Uh, with, uh, so it's, uh, it's Bruce and, and uh, Jacob. 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 Wow, good memory. And, uh, I was, like, covering up my name tag just in case. <laughs> but they do podcasts. And how long have you been doing your podcast? Uh, about a year and a half. Yeah. 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 Not, not that long. We're pretty new. And so people can find you on the FLF. Uh, no, no, not yet. We're uh, we, yeah, I know. We, we actually, tried. The funny thing was, is we tried. To, we tried to get on FLF, and then instead of let, is it, letting us know if they were going to put us on their platform, they instead sent us this event. They invited to us be a to, part of it. to yeah. pay for the event. So that was nice. <laughs> so you're, we got a great table and great spot. Yeah. So I'm pretty happy. And you've met some people. <laughs> yes. Yes. So your podcast is growing. Yeah. They can go to trdshow.net. TRD Show. We're working on actually setting up our own platform on our website so we can offer our content through the site and people can search for us there and do all that. Yeah. So you're yeah, going to compete YouTube three yeah. times. You're going to compete with Dropwave. <laughs> Maybe. I don't, Gabe's, I don't know about Gabe's that. Platform. I'm, a, I'm a software engineer for a living, so I can't help but build things. Get out of here. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Do you have your own... Look how happy they are that They're you're excited. a software engineer. <laughs> <laughs> They're really proud of you. <laughs> Very popular. So do you have your own business or do you work for another? I work for an agency. You work for an so, agency. So yeah. you're like a freelance coder? Sort of. Sort of. Not really. Okay. Don't let them hear hear that. A... My job would be at stake. <laughs> well, we won't. We won't. Cool. If, if I get fired tomorrow, I'll know why. <laughs> if you get fired tomorrow, I will be amazed because this isn't going to be published. To <laughs> yeah. Oh. So. Yeah, so they're yeah. listening in. <laughs> yeah. be. Uh, you should have till Tuesday. Yeah, oh, good. All right. Yeah. So set all, things up. You know, yeah, start packing my bags. Yeah. 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 Right. Your resume right. ready to go by Tuesday. All right. <laughs> all right. So, and the, the gist of your podcast is, well, you know what? You guys are, are doing the uh, reform Center podcast, but why? Hey, right. nice. Why did you decide? Why? Why are you doing a podcast? I mean, what made you? What? Well, I mean, yeah, because we've seen so much in our culture, and really, um, our podcast was kind of birthed out of the 2020 COVID era, and and we saw so much of what was going on, and really, Bruce and I, before COVID, really under we understood that you know we should bring God into all areas of our life, but. Once COVID happened, we really saw the importance of it, and it made us want to do more. So from that, we wanted to start the podcast in order for us to have a platform in which we can help pre uh, bring people to the truth, bring people to the Bible, right? which is the beginning of truth, uh, in the beginning God. That's a phrase that we like to use on our show. It's in the beginning, God. So everything starts and ends with God. And I think one of the biggest things was 
first of all, our generation, like 27% of Gen Zers are like LGBTQ and all that garbage, right? right. So there's yeah. that huge issue with our generation. Uh, most of us, I think, recognize that the Gen Zers and millennials don't have a Christian worldview largely. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, that's the thing I want to make sure, because we haven't said that yet, Carl, that uh, that these guys are like 11 years old. They're like <laughs> 10 and 11 years old. <laughs> and they've already started their own podcast, which is a thing that, you know, it's so it's so good to see, you know, 10-year-old kids. <laughs> fourth graders and fifth graders. Third and fourth graders. <laughs> Being able to do all Going this. out. Well, having the passion and the drive. <laughs> To say, you know, we've, we, we're going to go and start a podcast. We've got stuff to say. We have the truth, and it's important that the truth get out there. And so I, I want to applaud you and tip my hat and say, well, good for you. Because this is the sort of thing that leaders do when they're, you know, you guys are like nine years old now. So by the time you're, by the time you're 20, by the time you're old enough to drink, just imagine. So do you have people, do you have friends? Your age, but not of the same worldview. Who oh yeah, are I mean, yeah, like doing sure. podcasts too, or no, like no. content. No. no, to be honest, we really we grew up in areas that were basically well, we grew up in the same area. We're brothers, but we grew up in an area that was very spiritually dead. So and we were homeschooled, so we had acquaintances, but finding good solid Christian friends has yeah. just always been so difficult. Yeah. And then I moved to South Dakota last year, and it's it's a little better. It's a step up from Pennsylvania. Yeah. But it's still not quite there. So we're like looking at Moscow, Idaho, like, yes. But they're not. So your friends really? have a different worldview, but they're not like necessarily in the business of trying they're to not. get their message out. No. See, that's almost kind no. of encouraging. Yeah, it is. It kind yeah. of it is. Yeah. yeah, that's the true. The fact that the pagans are like not motivated. <laughs> to What's right. funny is a few, uh, probably a few months ago, I saw like one of my old professors from college shared something. He's a literary um, agent. And so he's all about, you know, story and narrative. Like a conference like this would be right up his alley, except that he lives in Portland and is oh, totally liberal. And, destroyed his and so he shared something the other day that made me kind of smirk because it was like, you know, and if you're ever tempted to look at the world and, and feel depressed or be negative mm -hmm. about it, just remember somewhere there's a, you know, there's a nine-year-old girl who's reading a, a fiction novel and she's she and her friends are plotting to write the world you know they're, they're out there and they're they're putting together their plan for fixing it all and i thought you know that is encouraging and then and then i said out loud and she's probably a conservative homeschooler <laughs> no doubt yeah yeah we totally misinterpreted hope. his comment because <laughs> if she's nine-year-old in portland she's stuck in a public school somewhere and she's probably not got the time not to do all that yeah. Right. yeah no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So. well i it, it is um it is encouraging to see people, younger people, who are, uh, again, motivated to say a thing and to, and to have thoughts, just to have thoughts and things that they want to comment about, talk about. Um, you so, know, there, there's, a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of kids who are, uh, and even young adults, who just don't even know what they believe, right. yeah. Um, yeah. let alone have the ambition and the, the drive to start professing right. what they right. believe. Do and you have a thing to Do you have a thing to say that I'm going to interrupt, or do you? Is it okay for me to ask another question? No, you can ask another question. Okay. So, have you done a bunch of interviews here? 
Yes. I think How? we're up to like seven or eight now. Oh, that's good. pretty cool. Yeah. Wow, they're like super popular. No one's asked me to do. You guys are the only ones that's asked me to well, bid on you on I, your podcast. I think, we, I think the thing is, it's this like, guy. He goes around. And he's like, "Hey, come on over. We want to interview." Yeah. Okay. I, Bruce, well, well, Bruce. After the first day, after Thursday, uh, he was like, "We need to be more aggressive." He took that to heart. More aggressive and like go out and grab the people, bring them over. I and think I saw him right. grabbing <laughs> some. And then, and then I was like. All right, awesome. Let's do that. So he and fashioned so a lariat. Gone out. Yeah. So yeah. who was the best? Which I mean, don't say dad. Who was the best interview so far? <laughs> oh goodness. Ooh. Well, we interviewed Doug Wilson. Why Ooh. can't they say I- me? Because <laughs> <laughs> so, that would be boring. So I think I think there's actually just like different levels <laughs> of people, and and depending on the interview that we want to do, um, some people are more. More fun in certain areas than there are in others. Yeah. I think when it comes so to so many, look how so diplomatic they are. <laughs> <laughs> when it when it comes to like wanting our podcast, because I think I've I've said a lot, and I think Bruce agrees with me that we want our podcast to be a little bit more conversational, to where it's very funny and engaging, where we're, we're speaking truth, but we're speaking in a way that makes people laugh. I mean, it may and, not be John Brennan funny. Yeah, exactly. But, well, but I think very when, few things are. <laughs> When it comes to, you know, wanting uh, a funny interview, I think you were the best interview to have for a funniness. <laughs> Look how they just She's completely excited. disregarded <laughs> yeah. your instructions. No, but they about said Doug Wilson. We've interviewed Doug before, and he's, nice. yeah. he's a fun conversationist. Yeah, yeah. Did you oh, talk yeah. to A.D. Robles? No, no, we have not. We got Jared oh. Longshore, Toby <laughs> Sumter, okay. um, yeah. Gabe Wrench. Okay. We got... We got a lot of the greats. I, I didn't even get Ray, Gabe. So. I said, come over and talk on my yeah. podcast. He goes, can we do it later? So Gabe brushed me off. It won't happen. Gabe, Gabe's probably about the only uh, person who actually came over to us and asked for an interview. And wow. so it was it was funny, but everybody else we've gone out and like grabbed and set, put in the <laughs> seat. Because your brother told you to go out and yeah, start yeah. getting people. And you're like, okie yeah. dokie. Why are you blame, blaming blame me? Him. Yeah. Um, but, but Gabe is the only one who came over to us and was like, I only have seven minutes. Let's go. Let's do this. I'm like, all right. Cool. Yep. So you gave him, so, so it was seven quality minutes with Gabriel. Yeah. 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 With the water boy. Sounds like a pod- podcast title right there. Yeah. Seven quality minutes seven, with Gabriel. Seven minutes of water boy. Yeah. <laughs> Not waterboarding. Seven minutes. Of, <laughs> that sounds. Yeah, that's actually not bad. Very water, painful. Waterboarding uh, with the waterboard. Yeah, make make that pitch for uh, water break. Yeah. yeah. So you have more? Do you have more questions? That was the big one. I wanted to know what you talked about, what you covered so far, because we've been really bad with. We haven't made anything. We haven't done any oh, recording really? until it, just now. It can now. be tough. Yeah. We Especially are. Ah, that's why you role models. I see. Yeah, we have a podcast to publish on Monday, and we just wow. don't have anything yet. So. And we've had, and so I'm running around here last minute, like, hey, come and talk on the podcast. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. But that's great. I should have gotten Doug. I don't even know if Doug's still around. I don't know if he's. No, he he left. We're like this we got morning. the last, the last, the last little minute. bit of him. I see you bragging. Oh uh, you uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm being aggressive here, <laughs> like reason. you asked me to be. Right, don't, don't give him a hard time. He's doing exactly what you told him to do. <laughs> and it's back That's up how you yeah. scored Doug Wilson on your yeah. podcast. Yeah. But That's we, true, actually. He went right, like, right up Last night, there. yeah. Last night, I went right up to Doug Wilson. What time? Like, what, tomorrow. what time tomorrow can we, uh, can we do an interview? And he's like, well, I leave it this time, so it has to be this time. I'm like, all right, cool. We're doing that. And Bruce was trying to schedule someone else in Doug Wilson's time. I'm like, no, no, no. See, no, no, no. That's Doug Wilson's time. While you were guys. being proactive. My gosh. <laughs> no, that's Doug Wilson. How many, times, how many times do you and I go, 
Hey, when are we going to do a podcast this week? Yeah. Are we gonna- <laughs> well, and it is a little different. It's a lot different at the actual table. The kitchen table is different from the conference table. That is true. Yeah. Carl. Yeah. That is true. It's a very There's different There's been setup. a lot of activity around here. Less soup, cool. more coffee, and yeah. mm-hmm. ambient noise. Yes. Yeah. Well, it gives you the conference feel. I yeah. think you guys should uh, should get busy and get get yourselves on the network so that that would be cool. So that yeah. we can all be network yeah. buddies. And, and, and yeah. AD's still around. See if he'll talk to you for a minute or two. Oh yeah. A lot of fun. yeah, AD um, Robles. He's on the other side of the wall here. Did oh, you cool. talk to the theology podcast? Yes. Guys? Yes. Yeah. They're right next to we you. We were on their like, show, and they were on our show. Yeah. Would, yeah. We would like. He was the first person that we had on our show. Okay. Uh, I think the first interview that we've done today, but... Uh, Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. The days all blur, blur together. It, it, yeah. all, it all blurs together. Well, it was great to meet you guys. And yeah, it was great likewise. to be on the podcast. Cool. Yeah, and, uh, this is great. We'll, we'll stay in touch. Very cool. Yeah. Very good. All right. We're on. We're live. What? I'm not ready yet. Okay. So we're waiting for Knox and uh, and Gabe to, I don't to think, come by. They're going to stand us up. But we can land this it's plane. It's too busy. We have a feast. We have a fa- uh, yeah, we're getting ready Sabbath feast. feast to get to. Plus, you have to still perform. You and JT. I haven't performed yet. Me and JT are going to do a show tonight. I didn't think we were going to interview anyone. I thought we were just going to let people walk by. If anyone wanted to pause and talk to us, they could. But we were just going to do our thing. I don't, I don't think you look very inviting if you're both wearing headsets and talking to each other. Well, we right. had this, your microphone that's, that you're that's using what is I pointing out, and then there was a, a set headset sitting right next to Because there the were mic. a lot of people podcasting over there, and I did not feel like I could just come Walk and sit next to Walk up and interrupt them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but I think the network guys, though... Unless you had a little sign. Kind of know. We oh. should have a sign next time that says, please interrupt us. We yeah. were just talking about signage and all the things we could add to our table now that we have a, we have a stand, a sign stand. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Silas is thirsty. Yeah, yeah, a sign is a good idea. That says what? What would it say? That it says even if we're podcasting, we still want to speak with you. If you want to be on our podcast, then come and have a seat and be on our podcast. No and one would is do this that too though. Too much text on our sure? sign. No hey, one would do that. If we said that? if if we said if you want to be, what we should need to do is say. You're required. Okay. If you can read this, <laughs> sit down and talk to us. Okay, so here's the sign. Get this, write this down, everybody. We're gonna get this printed. <laughs> everybody who walks past this table is obligated to sit down and talk to us while we're podcasting. There is no please, just to thank you. Do it now. That's the sign. That's no. Here's what you do. So everybody's handing out the little <laughs> bite-sized candies. You have full-size candies that you only get if you sit and talk. Full-size candy, like a whole Kit Kat bar yes. or uh, yes. a Snickers. Join but our table. How would we prevent... Hang on, I'm giving I'm giving Silas Khan Academy kids. He was worried. I almost gave him ABC Mouse because that's what he asked for. And then he How had to would we prevent people mind. from just taking those full-size candies? How would my kids not eat all Fly swatter. Oh, yeah, that's an even bigger problem. Just have a fly swatter here and smack. Just whack people. <laughs> While we're encouraging them to sit and talk with us, we are simultaneously smacking them with fly swatters. Okay, so here's the sign. Write this down. <laughs> Anyone who walks past needs to sit down and podcast with us. If you do, you'll get a full-size candy bar. If you don't, we're going to smack you with a fly swatter. You <laughs> love, the love the comedian next door. Next door. <laughs> you must podcast or play cockroach poker with our five-year-old. <laughs> See, 
that's another thing we haven't. We got so many opportunities at our booth, and we advertise none of them. It's Gabe's fault. If he would come over here, I would tell him he crams too much stuff into the schedule. It makes it very hard for us to get things done in 30-minute breaks. We should have a conversation with Gabe about that. I see him. Yeah. But he's he's not over. Yeah, it's... When, when we do Vacay with the Comics, which we are doing in July of this coming year, uh, we try to not overschedule. We have something, we have a show every night of some sort, but then... And every morning. Usually we have a morning show and an evening show, but then the afternoon is completely free for like three or four hours. To do whatever you want. You families know? being families. Yep. You play games, you can swim, you can just sleep. Which my kids need to do in the afternoon. You can walk around and identify foliage. <laughs> we found a Katie did out there in Knoxville, Tennessee on the light pole. You know what Katie did? No. <laughs> she climbed a light pole in Knoxville. Uh, so so yeah. I wanted to know, is it okay if I ask Luke? What, what he, his favorite what part he of liked the about the conference? Or no, I know you didn't boring. want me to ask anybody about. Well, but people weren't here. And so they can hear. Yeah, but some they can the become things. a they can become a club member. They can sign up for the Fight Laugh East app, and they right. They but that won't get them to this conference yeah. that's now over. Yes, it. Do will. you understand how time works? It gets them the playback, so they'll actually be able to hear the talks exactly word for word <laughs> as they were delivered instead of Luke's summary of it. Oh, is that right? My favorite part is when John performed, and then was never invited back. No. How does how does it feel to be the the send off voice? Like you are the sort of the last memory well, of the it's, conference. Well, not really. It's technically already over, and not everybody who is at this conference is going to be at, at the, the feast. Sabbath feast. Okay, so it'll true. be a significantly smaller crew. That's true. That doesn't change the order. But people You're don't want to know. No, it people doesn't. don't want to know what Luke's favorite part of the conference was. They no, want to know sorry, Luke. if Luke if Luke could add a word to the dictionary, what word would he add, and what would it mean? That's what mm. they want to know. Yeah. That's kind of what I want to know now that you've asked it. Any word. Any word. You don't need to think about it. Everyone knows you already have one ready. Go. What is it? <laughs> the one that you have been dying to add since you were very young. The word. Go ahead. Everyone already knows this? No. They don't. They're waiting for him <laughs> to do. just spit it out Everybody's already. Everybody's just waiting. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh <laughs> He doesn't even know. I don't. I don't. I'll give you the word, then you tell me what it means. Okay, go ahead. Um, Bodazel. 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 (laughs) The act of cranking a squirrel with some stank. You can't reuse old jokes. I can't reuse old meanings. Old randomness. It's not random anymore. Bodazel. It's a Bo-dazel. product you add to your underwear to where you never have to wash it. It just refreshes it. <laughs> Bodazel. Good for dazels. <laughs> he, even has a, he even has a catchphrase for his product. It's good for dazels. <laughs> I don't want to know if that is a reference to how many days you can wear it or something else. No, I'm oh just thinking gosh. about how long I've had these pair on. Good, good for dazels, I and I, I don't want to know Bo-dazel. what dazels are. Dazels, like days in a row. Dazels. Okay, all right. Thank you for clarifying yeah. that. I just, I didn't That's know. That's another word that he's added to the dictionary. I didn't know if there was some innuendo in there as well. <laughs> Remember when Tabby was trying to get mantractive to catch? Yeah, Mom used it on uh, Facebook the other day. Did she? I, I will say that. In reference to you, she thanked you for doing something for her, for her bus or something. Yeah. Or you I'm helped a, her I'm with the apartment. Sweetheart. 
and oh, she I said it was very man attractive. But she was the one who was most adamantly opposed to it. Mom was because she was like, "There's already a word for that. It's just attractive." <laughs> right. Right. But Tabby was the one. She's like, was. "No, but when specifically a man does something attractive, that's man attractive." <laughs> We're like, "Right. It's, we don't need it." A uh, is usually like stands for like anti. Right. So. Like atheist. So it should just be attractive. Right. And then if you're not attractive, it's then attractive. You're attractive. You're attractive. Yeah. 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 That like, is an attractive, like i.e. ugly person. Right. <laughs> but but it's weird because, like, homely <laughs> homely, and comely are opposites, and you wouldn't think That's that they true. were. You like, just change the one word, you, or the one, one letter, letter, you change a C or an A. Well, H. because you would think that, like, like home, uh, now I can't remember what I used to think because I've. I homely doesn't even really sound like it should be ugly either. Right. Because it's like, like home I, I is where think, the heart is, right? Right. Yeah. You want to be at home. Home would be you'd want to bring somebody home. Yeah. Homely would be. People can't even it, afford homes now. They say, if you are homely, like you are. You are, you are got some bank. You yeah. are man pay. Hey, look who's coming around look the corner who's here. running hey. at us with the urgency. I'm a ninja he, out. He was even running. It'd be funny if he ran right past <laughs> us. Oh, the ninja's out now. Ninja oh, disappeared. No, he's a podcast ninja anyway. He evaporated. Knox, so. Look at we you. only have like six more minutes left. So a black guy walks up to a podcast. Uh huh. <laughs> I've heard this one. Funny. I knew that was funny. Stop me <laughs> if you've heard this one. So how do I turn the headphones up? I like this. Right here, you're three. Oh, you know how? I think. Try that. See if it works. Ooh. You've never used a roadcaster before. Is I that love the problem? These things. Yeah. These guys sound great. Don't you? Don't like it? we? A friend of ours said we should get. The reason we sound great is because we took Knox's advice. And well, you know. Chocolate Knox just walked up, <laughs> sat down. This is the first time you've been on my podcast, I this think, is. isn't it? Yeah. Would you tell my wife to take my advice? Take his knife. Take his advice. We still have the preloaded sound effects too. So, so there's a there's a what do you call that drum? Ask Juwan or ask Juwan. Ask uh, Knox your your question that we were. Oh gonna. yeah, we were just discussing if we could add a word to the dictionary. What would you add and what? What would it, what would mean? it mean? Yeah. Because we don't want to ask stupid and you stuff can't, that everybody's been asking. Like you well, can't say you bodazzle. Like it's too late for that. <laughs> What would you like about the concert or the conference? What did you take away? We don't want to know any of that. What we want to know is right. what does bodazel mean? You right. mispronounce She hates it. all of my ideas for how to talk to people on my podcast. She's like, we're not asking that. That's boring. And it's like, okay, what are I'm we I'm here for ask? this entertainment right now. This is, what else don't you like about this guy? Oh, my gosh. You're you producer. never listen to our podcast, dude. I said there's there's something minutes, on every Knox. episode. How six much, minutes. How much time do we have? Yeah, because we were also told by somebody that the podcast shouldn't be longer than 45 minutes. This was the same guy who does like a three-hour podcast every week himself. With Jason Farley. But you're not you know me. And that would be you. <laughs> you're not me. <laughs> I mean, if you were me, I'd say go for two hours and sometimes three. Uh, you thought I was going to lean away from that? Uh, I'm not leaning away from that. <laughs> Uh, no. That's why I don't want anymore. <laughs> I, knew, I knew I could throw whatever at Okay. Okay. Down. No, this I still. So you know, we switched our show though to a thirty-minute podcast. So cross politic right. was an hour, an hour and a half, or an hour twenty minutes. Uh-huh. We started going daily. Everything went to 25, 27 minutes. Right. Um, so I'm not. I'm actually telling you, we're doing more than what you. I said forty-five of the max. We're doing thirty. Mm. Right. right. Um, and it's a harder format. You, the reason I say 25, 30 minutes or with under 45 minutes is because particularly you guys can be tight. You guys are funny. You guys use comedy. You guys Sometimes. are thoughtful. Um, so it's harder for us. Our content, we have to work harder to get our content tight because we think in longer. Mm. Yeah. You guys can get to the point faster and more clever and more 
um, have more girth uh, because of the way you think as comedians. Um, we are news people, um, and we have to not only give ones and zeros and a whole bunch of facts. People don't really care about the emotion of it. They just care about, can I have enough facts to beat up a liberal or a leftist with it? Um, you know what I mean? Um, and so you guys, people come to you, and they, if you, if they listen to you for four minutes and you entertain them to no end in that four minutes. They don't care if you're, you know, they don't, they don't care if you don't have anything to say for the next 15 or 20. You gave them that in four minutes. Yeah. Right. And if you can do four minute segments for 30 minutes, you can um, make people say this is the best podcast in the world. You guys have the ability to do that. So mm. you're, you're mm. like you hear how he You hear how he encouraged me after he, he took a <laughs> shot at me? You hear it's how he true, did that? Though. I mean. This I, is what you do, Christians. I'm, this is how you do. This is how you do it. You take a pot shot. You, you, you just <laughs> torpedo. It's a compliment. You torpedo your brother, it. and then you come back and say, "But you Paul know what? Everything us. that you do is wonderful." Hey, it, Corinth, you're so good. What yeah. I heard him say was that he's got all of this extra stuff he wishes he could share, but he's had to cut it out, and so he's just teaming with like extra content. Well, right? I, what, what you heard me say is that I'm not a good editor of, of content. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think you and J uh, you and Jason, we've talked about your podcast several times on you this don't podcast. Listen to, you don't listen to Knox Unplugged, do you? Not the whole, not every single episode, but yeah. I've listened to a bunch. The one you guys did a few weeks back where you were giving books out, where you were just going through your phone and yep. reading off all the things you're reading. I well, got, that was four months ago, thanks. I actually have right in that back, in that <laughs> book. Of, was it four months ago? For There's real? a torpedo for you. I just saw a joke. Now, now let's hear how he encourages you. I feel like I really Carl. need to be funny on this show. I'm trying really hard. Our listener's named Carl, and Carl, I don't think that's true. I think it was like six weeks ago. Listen, Carl, choose whose side you should be on this day. <laughs> Charl, Carl have, is perpetually on um, our side. Um, the, what's the name of the guy? Truman. Uh, oh, no, now I lost Carl Truman? It is Carl, isn't Carl it? Carl Truman, yeah. Carl Truman, because of you. I have the book right here. And I'm Carl like, needs to send me some money. Truman, that Carl. Truman. That, <laughs> not you. But, yeah, Carl needs to send me you some money. Carl That's right. So, so, in... So you didn't answer the question. What's a, what's a word that we're going to add to the dictionary? You, you've surely so you, you've thought of one. That was serious. No, yeah. I actually haven't. I have um, another one, too. You have another, another question? question? Yeah. If you were in trouble, but you couldn't, like your captors took you, but you couldn't let them know that you were sending a signal, what would you tweet? What would you put okay. out on you social tweet media? To let, let us know that you know, need To help. let us know you're in trouble. First of all, that's never going to happen. <laughs> because people don't kidnap black folks. Because <laughs> nobody want to pay the ransom for them. So... <laughs> <laughs> So that's never going to happen. Would, I would uh, kidnap you, Knox. Uh, well, you're going to be very disappointed how much money okay. you get. It's not about the money, man. No, but, it's just about having no, like, you. I got Knox. Like, we don't care. <laughs> it's just about having Thank you. you. That's what they're going to say. Around the house. That's all I want. I just want you around the house. I don't want money. So you're saying you want me to clean your house for you? My people I want, don't do that anymore. Yeah, I want manual labor. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. This is, this well, is a somebody, great podcast. Well, let's just you. assume in a, in a parallel universe okay. where people cared about black people uh -huh. and they were going to. Yeah, and, and you were in trouble. And okay. Maybe it's not a kidnapping. Maybe they're just gonna. Maybe they're gonna do something else. Yeah. Maybe they're gonna. Maybe they're gonna mess with your beard. Uh, they're maybe they're gonna, gonna mess your with beard. your podcast How format. How are you gonna tell us? Maybe Signal they're gonna us. tell you that you have to. That you have to do a podcast in. 30 minutes and you can't do two hours and so I, <laughs> I, so I got to come up with like a signal yeah, yeah that you're going to let us know that you need help but you can't be obvious about it. so what should we look for in your hey Kobo Shah 
edit a bow shanda. Oh. He coming a Honda, leaving the Kia. Talking in tongues. That's how we know. I think so, because they gonna think I'm crazy. Okay. Might leave me alone, and y'all gonna be like, uh oh, Knox in trouble, because the Presbyterian that has a headlock on him is somehow loosened, and the and the charismatic is running rampant. He is not good right now. So that's the only way that you guys are gonna know. So when Knox starts speaking in tongues, it means he's in a desperate situation. I like it. So we shouldn't hold out for an interpreter at that <laughs> no, point, right? Actually, you should, that's the interpretation. You that just is interpret the interpretation. It. We You're need like, to oh, send help. Knox in trouble, and he's getting taken in a Honda, but they're going to switch to a Kia. Okay, that's the translation. See? There you go. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Did you guys have one? What's your, what's your code? Oh, mine was um, probably the feminists were right after all. If I tweet that out, she tweets that. Call the cops. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, in that case, mine is Black Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah see, you he got tweets it. Black Lives Knox Matter. Knox is broken. Something's, Something's wrong. Something what is yours? Really wrong. I didn't. I just now was hearing the question. Uh, yeah, he hadn't heard that either. I came up with that a few years ago when my sister and I were thinking about it. We're like, what are we gonna, what are we gonna do? Like to each other, we're like, what, what would the code be? And probably she's like, probably mine would be, yeah. hey, uh, I was doing a little planning ahead, and I think we ought to. And it, anytime I say, hey, I was doing some planning ahead, you guys are going to be like, uh-oh. I was doing some planning ahead. This is Dad's. I was doing some planning ahead, and I'm going to take a whole bunch of merch to the conference I'm going to There you this go. Weekend. Yeah. I'm going to take. I'm, <laughs> oh, we're supposed to be funny. That's supposed to hurt so bad. Oh, I'm terrible about it. Did yeah. you have any merch here? I had a little bit. What's a little, a little bit? A, a little bit. Just, what would be, what, how much do you think like a person should bring? They've got DVDs, two different DVDs and books, a book. You know what I think he should, oh, I, I, well, first of all, I think he should have speakers and be telling jokes the whole time. Build up half this table. You think I should tell jokes the whole time I'm here? You're that good. <laughs> how long have you been doing this? Uh, not long enough to tell jokes the whole time for two well, days. The crowd circled through. He's like, you've been here, you heard this joke, Oh, leave. so I can repeat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, uh-oh, are you Okay. Oh, yeah. this is Emmy. Emmy is has Emmy. a face that makes everybody say, "Did you? Everybody are you crying? Goes, are you okay? You oh, you are clever. That's how she looks <laughs> all the time. See. You're not fooling me. I see you. That was <laughs> smart. You had my whole emotions, girl. You had me playing like a fiddle. Okay, are we, can we? T uh, how much trouble can we get in on this show? You're kind of in charge of the network, aren't you? I don't. I don't. I don't You're don't. asking me what the rules are. I'm not sure tonight. I don't. We don't have night. a lot of supervision. We, we don't. Just oh. kind of. Yeah. So we, what you we, can cut it loose. Here. So then. Um, you remember the whole trans Baptist thing? Did y'all hear that? <gasps> Can we tell him about our friend, JT? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Oh, we know about the trans Baptist controversy. Okay, yeah. And we had a, a song written for it. Oh, did you? Yes. yes. Let's hear it. Well, if he, we will, we will, we will do it for it to you tonight, you. but we are not going to do it. We were going to do it at the Sabbath feast. Yeah. But we are not going to do it okay. at the Sabbath feast now. After all. but Because our friend... Who, JT, who wrote the song, was counseled by people who he, who, <laughs> by loved ones, who have authority over him, and they said, "We do not want you to do that song." <laughs> Is it funny? It's hilarious. <laughs> so, so his funny. people could be wrong. His people, I think, his people are wrong and because they don't understand the context here. And it's not but, wrong to, you know, submit to your authorities, and it's not wrong to, to respect. 
your loved ones. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They just came out. See, we I, have another. I, no, song. I believe I'm with you. I'm told. It's also not wrong to send you the lyrics to this song, and we will do that. Okay. You know, so after the whole thing happened, um, and I thought of, somehow somebody talked about the conference, and there was a part of me that had so much joy knowing that we gave you so much content. Yeah. I just, I just, I just knew. And then I get up here and you're like, nah, I don't have any. It's not. And I'm just like, come on, he man. He was like, yeah. I said, well, I could get in trouble here. And he goes, not from us. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if we can't laugh, I just knew. I was just like, yeah. I knew you were going to have so many, like, as a comedian. just. <laughs> well, we, part of the reason that we wrote this song, JT is crazy talented. And so I said, all right, well, Knox was asking about Transbaptist jokes. And I said, can we write a song about that? He goes, yeah. He wrote it in like and, 10 minutes. And he wrote it in, in oh, wow. half an hour. And yeah. it's hilarious. Is he making uh, fun of Presbyterians? No. Oh, well, shoot. Well, I mean, no. yes, but it's meta. Because you know how oh. jokes work. Like, yeah. if He's you, really good. You make fun of the whole controversy. And really, you make yourself look ridiculous if you go too far. Uh, on the Baptist, you know, if you just start right, making them out to be just right. horrible people, yeah, nobody right, thinks right. this. I like, so that. over the top. Yeah, yeah. About so the, he's really mocking us the whole time. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. We need more of that. Yeah. We need, uh, I, I love what Toby said in his talk. He's like, uh, Baptist and Presbyterian and Charismatic can all go to hell. Yeah. Right? Like, that was, like, a, damn that it was all. a great line. And, and, that, and I was like, <laughs> you know what, bro? You are so right. Yeah, like, all the labels. Abs- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so anyway, I just was, I was thinking of like, man, God just gave John so much content for the conference. <laughs> and it like, all comes from God, doesn't it? Yeah. So can I, can I talk about comedy right now with you guys? Mm-mm. Since I got you here, I need some counseling. That's off limit. How can I be more funny? <gasps> why do you he, need to be more funny? So what, what, why do you have the idea that you're not funny enough? Um, so here's the deal. I have the type of humor and comedy that... Um, more how you say it than what you say. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but that kind of comedy um, has... Is actual comedy. Yeah, that's legit. Really? That is, that's legit. That it's is hard what to, comedy is. It's hard is. to translate it in writing, writing so if you're going to try to blog... Yeah. It doesn't look right in writing. That's, that's totally legit. But in broadcast, it works. But it doesn't work poetically then mm. because you have to experience it in order to... It's it's not literary. It's not literature. It doesn't work in literature, right? So, but the, no literature works with everybody because the thing about literature is you're at the mercy of the reader, and so you can have the most wonderful literary work that mm. you lay in front of somebody who is illiterate, and that's why authors read their own books for the audiobook all the time because even though they, they do a great way, job, yeah. it still doesn't sound the way when another person reads it that it did in their head. So how do you, okay, so but I want to develop the others. How do you write funny? I think you don't need to know how to write funny. You need dad to explain what you have been doing already and probably just don't even know it. You can juice me up, like give me some like yeah. steroids for funny? I compare funny it to steroids? like, have you ever watched videos on YouTube of like people trying to teach English to, to like second language speakers? Yep. Have yep. you watched them and have them explain how our accents work and been like, Nuh-uh. But then you try it, and you're like, oh, that is what we, we do. Right. That. That's how we sound. Like, yeah. that's what I think he that's could do for you. Wait, wait, wait do like, it. You do this do already. Like, do it. Do, do, do the thing. Okay, well. I, I'm not going to be embarrassed, I promise. There's, there are so many. It, it, it's a. You're the best judge of. Thank you. Whether or not. Whether <laughs> or not did, I did I do it just now? I did the thing where I was like, I did the joke. There you go. You interrupted me. You asked me. 
you asked me for my advice and then you interrupted me and cut me off. Uh, you make me feel funny. Yeah. Well, that's that's what it is. Comedy is is always irreverent. It's always the unexpected. Mm-hmm. It's all, you know when you say, "Could you please help me learn to be funny?" And I can say, "Sure." And then and then you interrupt me and you won't let me finish the sentence. That's comedy. That's funny. Can I that's talk it. now? Oh, see, now can I talk? <laughs> <laughs> and he's still doing it. You know, he's still sitting over there. He, like, he can't wait. He, he just is. wants me to shut up so he can talk some more. It, it, really is, it really is smashing two ideas together. The more you're reading, the more you're talking with Jason Farley, mm. the more you're doing comedy. And sometimes you deliver it straight. That's right. just a podcast. Right, right. But, but it is funny when you are going off on one tangent or one trail and the other whichever of you is not currently talking, goes, wait a minute, that triggers something else in my head that I recently read. Mm. And if the more incongruent or surprising it is, the more funny it tends to be for everybody else. But even little juxtapositions or little connections you're making are still the seedlings of jokes. Mm. And so all you have to do is teach yourself or expand on making bigger leaps. You make a really big leap from one seemingly not connected thing to another. Like Transbaptist? Yes. 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 But then You're you serious. can show why it's connected. Because uh, now that makes sense in our context. Now everybody at this conference knows why you leaped there. Normally right, you wouldn't. But if right. you can justify, I went from here to, you know, way over there. People are going to at first go, I don't right. get it. What are you talking about? And then you surprise them with what we call a punchline. It's just showing how you got there. So you, so there's some comedians um, that are so far ahead of their audience, by the time their audience gets there, it scares them. Yeah. Right. The, the audience yeah. gets scared because they're like, oh my goodness, you had me the whole time. Or yep. they just don't. I watch you do that. Right, right. Or it, it makes me think like, not to interrupt you for a joke, but it really does make me afraid of you because somebody who's thinking that far ahead is yep. could could be very dangerous and kill people and no one knows. Yeah, but you could go a billion different and ways. And I have. Like he'll kill you a different way than I would, mm. and you are going to kill us a different way than we would kill you. It just depends on what your brain is doing. If you've been reading something or listening to something or observing something else, which you have been, different things than mm-hmm. we have, you have the potential to make a connection we can't make just by your own experience. So, so is it... Um Excuse me, make sure I don't burp all over the mic. Um, that'd be <laughs> That's really our bad. nice That's mic, we got those. That, that one's the one that never gets used, so it's actually Yeah, we gave you the good mic. Hey, um, we, is this the mics you guys use for your show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, these are actually really good mics. Did I tell you to get these mics? I don't know. Now, you told me to buy good mics. You didn't tell me specifically which mics to buy. Well, these, uh, are, these are actually good mics, but there's better mics, too. I'm sure. Yeah. Crying out loud. You know, loud. we need a suspended one because we always bump the table. Yeah, I know. Okay, so... Um, uh, irony seems to be what everybody goes for in comedy, but is that actually a good place to? Is that what you're trying to do, or what? How do you? It's it it, it's wide open. The the only rule is there are no rules, and so it, uh, it's or you only know the rules so you speaking, can break them. That's right, it. you know the yeah. rules so you can break them. So in com- comics, comedians tend to be people who pay attention to what's yes. going on in culture. They are boring people. No offense. They are boring people because they're always observing everything. They're always watching. And, yeah. But, and, yeah, that's true. And then they remember stuff. So you got to watch and then you got to remember stuff. And that's really it. Once you, once you can remember what was said before, you uh, just have to bring it back into the present. You just have to, and I'm going to do some of that yeah. at this conference. And the, the thing is, you can tell sometimes there, it won't work with everybody. Because yes. not everybody in the audience is going to remember yes. right. what was going but, on. And so when you start talking about it, they're like, I don't understand. What, but the people who do remember are like, oh, this is great. Here was the excellent, perfect setup punchline uh, that 
we recall from this conference this week, and Doug Wilson gave the, the joke, the perfect example that we can catch Carl up really quick. Um, you had been asking, you were involved with theater. Yeah. Bunch of gay, homosexual people, super thrilled about Narnia. They loved that whole franchise, right, loved right. the books, and were so excited about the, the film coming out. And you were like, why is that? Why would gay people get excited yeah. about Narnia? And Doug Wilson's quip was, they're so far in the back of the closet they can see Narnia. Right, that was brilliant. The word closet was the connection there. Right, he but you didn't use that word. From wow. gay closet to Narnia closet. It, yeah, that's really... Because it triggers, <clears throat> he remembered that. And actually created immediate imagery in my head. Yes. I saw the snow, I saw the, the door. <laughs> I, I was like, it was dark in there. And you saw a couple of... Yep. And I was like, what you doing? <laughs> and I just, I, yeah. A couple of guys uh, prancing through. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's the trick. Yeah, the but that's it. There. But yeah, it's all about connections. And every idea is connected. Every idea is connected. That's the way ideas work. In fact, there are no such thing as individual ideas. Because every idea, in order for it to start to make sense, has to have a certain number of other ideas connected to it before we can even think about it. Yep. And so mm. once you once you realize that, and this is the way God designed our minds to work. Then you go, oh, there's literally an infinite amount of comedy yeah. out there yeah. because there's an infinite number of ideas and there's, an, and there's even an infinite number of connections. Any two ideas have the potential to be comedy. It just depends on how they're connected. Mm. Is there any, uh, okay, how much time do you guys have? I know you're, We're way over. We're way over. Fine. Oh, cool. I'm sorry. Can I, can I just keep, I yeah. got a bunch of questions. I'm not even joking. Do your thing. Do your thing. <coughs> two things I want to talk about. I'm going to set it up. Two things I want to talk, talk about Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of what he's doing with comedy because it's different. He's fighting in, in a different way. I don't know if all comedy is fighting, but then I also want to talk about. Um, I forgot the other one. Um, oh yes, the sacred area. Is there anything mm-hmm. sacred right now that you can't? You can't. You guys have already talked about this before on the show. That, but right, that right now the culture won't let you talk about. So you got two different things. You got oh, everything. Code. Culture won't let you talk. Are you talking about in the church or are you talking about in the culture? No. See, I don't separate those two mm. because I think the church has, okay, here's my answer. The church has told the culture that there's no conversations. The conversations are the sin. Almost what Doug was talking about in his talk mm-hmm. where they've given them a two-mile radius, a two-mile right. radius. And so that by the time you get done, it's like you can't even look at the screen right. <laughs> you know? yeah. um, uh, or you can't even engage in anything. So... You, know, you think that's the culture or that's the church? The, so culture has in it cult, and the church is the cult of the culture. So culture is downstream of the church. So when I think about the church, when I think about culture, I always believe in some way that if the church has um, influenced it, you know, when Toby was talking, his first talk that he gave, he talked about that too. When Jesus came, he was cleansing out the temple, right? Because okay. um, he knew this is where the demons were. The, the demons were in the church, and that's why we had demons in society. So, yeah. uh, if, you know, the first thing that God does is clean out the church to clean out the demons in the society, right? So, yeah. so I think of them, in, they're not the exact same, but they have, they're an extension. One is an extension of the other. If you have good cult, Sure, in the church, as far as laws, how they handle, like we were talking to Megan Basham, 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 Megan Basham, the church doesn't know how to deal with the whole sexual abuse stuff. Mm-hmm. So then the culture doesn't know how to deal with the right. sexual abuse stuff, and then it's feedback loop, right? So I don't separate those two necessarily. Okay, I get. I Does get that make sense? Saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, um, 
because so you're you, asking if you're asking if there's anything that's off limits as far as sacred goes. And you can you you can speak to those two different. I, I don't even know if most Christian churches would really let you in if they if you really like was able to do your stand up freely, right? They would feel very uncomfortable. Yes, they would feel well. They would certainly feel uncomfortable if we sang the song that JT and I wrote <laughs> right. yeah. about trans Baptists because yeah. there is a there's still a contingency of people out there. I believe that we refer to them as cowards in the yeah. FLF network. Right. Um, there's a lot of cowards out yeah. there who are afraid of the How repercussions. Is that cowards again? Cowards? No, no, no. You, you, cowards. There's a lot of cowards. There you go. There you go. I, was just <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose, by the way. That's just... <laughs> It's just my natural instincts and the way my voice works. It's really cute, bro. There's a lot of cowards out there. And, and you say it with the word cowards. It's just perfect. They're afraid of the, of the blowback. Backlash. They're and afraid there will of, be backlash if you're funny. If you do anything successfully, you say something in a well, way if, that's If you're memorable. funny, it makes it worse because then right. you're getting really? encouraged. Yeah, because then you're be getting encouragement yeah. from other people. To continue down that And road. the cowards are like, oh my gosh, the, you know, now there's, he, now he's going to keep doing more because these people are actually right. you know, responding in a positive way to what he's doing. And you remember But the cowards stuff. are afraid of other cowards yeah. is what it is. They're not afraid of... <laughs> Because it's the other cowards who are going to clutch their pearls. And, right. Oh, you are not supposed to talk about that, and Jesus wouldn't do that. And so it's it's the cowards, 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 you know, making each other afraid is yeah. what's happening. But the people who are <clears throat> your Dave Chappelle's, for example, he's not afraid because because he's telling the truth, and he uh, he's getting a response from people that is positive he's getting you look at the reviews for his last comedy specials right and it, they're fascinating because the reviewers the the industry people uh, they all give him thumbs down he's got you know two three stars you know one star no right, stars right. for his last special it's a rotten tomato why yep. because the reviewers are writing knowing that the other reviewers are going to read what they're saying yeah so it's an it's a, this gigantic circle of cowards who is like well i'm sure not going to say that i enjoyed it because what's that going to do all of my other cowardly friends are going to yell at me if i say that mm. but the audience who doesn't care about impressing the cowards it they're like 99% of them are all, this is brilliant. We right, loved it. We right. laughed. We loved it. And, and that's, that's it. If you're afraid, you can't be funny. Yep. Mm. If you are afraid, you cannot be well, funny. you have to decide who you're afraid of. If you have a healthy fear of the Lord, we all agree that's a good thing. But, but this is what cross-politic does well. It's what everybody in the network does, in my opinion, well. We've made a decision. It's like we're going to upset somebody. Who are we going to upset? upset. That's right. Right. We don't want to upset Right. Our Lord and Savior. We don't want to upset our brothers and sisters who are true believers. You know, if people are giving us good counsel, then we probably better listen to it. Mm. But somebody's going to be upset. Yeah. So who's it going to be? And I think Dave Chappelle decided that he didn't care if the, the reviewers were upset. He decided to play to his actual audience, and they've actually rewarded him with favorable reviews. Well, that's reviews. a good point. And you already understand this, Knox. I mean, we're not telling you anything you don't know, that there you pick a side. And, right. And you know, you know that somebody is going to be upset. Yeah. And so the question is, who am I going to upset? So then you make the... I don't think about being, I'm not as nearly as intentional about that 
Um, I'm just thinking more of what's the truth first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's the truth, and right. then how do I communicate the truth in the most in the most winsome way that encourages the people of God? Because yeah. um, everything right now feels like another David and Goliath battle where we got to go. Okay, over here, David and Goliath, because God's people are over here on this side, the enemy's people over on that side, and there's a right. giant in the middle taunting God's people. So let's go do David and Goliath again. again. Yeah, exactly. Well, the laughter part of it is super important, and if you if you have a sense of what's funny about yourself. If you know, if you know why you're funny, if you know why people would make fun of you, if you know why people would tease you and mock you, if you know what those things are, and I've you heard can, you say this before, you lean yeah. into it, then it's, it's, it's the green light to make fun of other people. You know, because it, I know, I know what is going to, I know the dumb things I do. I know the dumb things I say. I know that I can be a coward sometimes. He doesn't bring enough merch to conferences. I don't bring enough merch to conferences. It looks like I, you have a list of things that he doesn't. Oh, we haven't even scratched the surface. But I also know, because I know what's funny about me, I can't help but notice what's funny about you. Mm. Because I'm sensitive to it. Watch it. So... He Here we go, watching. Knox. I know. Um, are you? Um, I, I'm, I'm holding you guys up. I don't want to hold you up. I just don't. Well, get he's supposed to, talk to be to on guys. stage at the Sabbath uh, feast. After at some the point, Sabbath feast, that's time? not it. That's you know. not going to be till you, you, you got what time, time right? forever. You got yeah. to eat. You got a little time. Um, look, there's me on my. Phone. I was just look at a good she husband. He's, he's, I just want to know. I love you, girl. <laughs> he's got my. You know, picture I, I don't even put myself on the front of my phone. I put you on the front of my phone. You are the bomb. I wish he heard me get done so I could take you out there go have some dinner and Grandpa could babysit these kids. That's what yeah. you're thinking about. Is that you're taking too long. I'm going to cut your beard off and keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, where Are you doing stand-up? Am I? Yes. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm homeschooling my kids all the time. Luke so does stand-up. Really? He does. He does. Yeah. Luke he's does. pretty good. That's why he's sitting over here watching me. He's really quiet. I should have known. Yeah, he's observing. Yeah, so we call him the podcast ninja. On, I know on this because yes. he comes through, he wait, throws wait. out a fantastic line, and then he, he disappears. disappears. I remember he's an engineer. You do you have your audio engineer, right? No, that's what nope. your skill set is. You did was it music or something? You were nope. He's a nurse. No, but you have like a studio or something. No, nope. oh, my brother. Yeah, you're oh. thinking of Corey. Corey West. Yep. His yep. Okay, husband. so it runs in the family. We've got all yeah. kinds of characters. Uncle Corey. Where, where is it that you want to, you're still doing stand-up, right, John? Mm-hmm. So, okay. But where is it that you want to plant a flag right now in the culture war with comedy? Oh, with comedy? And you want to write sitcoms or you want to juice sitcoms? I'm going to let you juice me up. I'm serious. I really want to go through the school of John Branion. Mm-hmm. I want we that. should do, we should <clears> record <throat> it. It would be fun. You and I doing a podcast about how to, how to make Knox funny would be yeah. fun to listen well, to. I think yeah. it would be good just for podcasters, period. You know, yep. one of the things that's changing, everybody's trying to do a podcast, but somebody needs to start servicing podcasters to make them better. No kidding. And I think, that's, I think that you... That's a service we should offer here. That's a, I was Absolutely. just about to say it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I help people produce the shows. I can tell them how their content needs to run. I can tell them how long it needs to go, mm-hmm. even though it's going long right now. Yeah. Even though we're breaking own our own rules that we learned from you. Yeah, you know, uh, and so, but... Someone needs to tell people how to do their content with humor and, and how to find the humor in it and how to set up a show. Because I think um, with humor, uh, it, even if you're not going for a punchline or a joke, 
it is able to see in a way that normal journalistic facts focused people don't yep. see. It's a different yep. um, tool of a journalist when they're able to write funny and have humor or see things in a funny way or a unique way <clears throat> so that if they're even not telling a joke it's like why does this hit so hard right so right. if you watch like guys like jim carrey jim carrey is one of the best bad guys he knows how to be evil yeah right i was like how's a guy who's supposed to be funny scare me to death right like right. he's he's observed some things he and, how, and he's, he's able to make a character out of his observations so where, where, where were you putting your flag down at well, I think that I I think that humor is a, an incredible weapon in the culture wars. I think if you're funny, you have you you grab people's attention. They can't help but pay attention to you. Yeah. And so I've been doing it since I was in 5th grade. Um, I used to do book reports. And I would get up, and I it just knew instinctively, this is how God wires up people. I knew when I got up in front of the class to give my book report that if I didn't make it funny, that I was going to be as boring as all of the other people. Yep. You know, I'm yep. watching their book reports, and I'm going, oh, man, I hate listening to them read their book reports. I don't want to make them feel like I feel listening to them. And I yeah, knew this. I didn't, I didn't know that's what was going on at the time because yeah. I was just a kid, but I just knew, okay, I've got to do something that's going to be interesting and I want to make my class laugh. Yeah. And, and I did consistently. And by the time I got to college, um, I was doing, I would took a speech class in college and word would get out that I was doing my speech on a particular day. And people who weren't even in the class would come and sit in the back of the room just because I always did funny stuff in my speeches. And it was free. And it was free. Yeah. I get to laugh for free. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. A lot of times the speech was really, really uh, loosely connected to whatever it was I was supposed to be giving a speech about. The content, it was mostly funny. And then I would just shoehorn in, oh, and by the way, this is why we need to preserve oil, you know, for whatever, whatever topic I was given. It had nothing to do with it. But I was like, okay, I, I would still get really good marks in those classes, even though I was barely doing the assignment that I was given. Why? Because I was making the teacher laugh. Mm. And so it's like, finally, it, it penetrated my thick skull. It's like, okay, there's something important here that's going on. And it is, if you are funny, people pay attention to what you say, and they value your, your words. And so you have to be very, very careful. If you're a funny person, you're accountable to God for what you how you lead people yeah. because mm. people will follow you mm-hmm. when you're funny. Mm-hmm. And so my flag is to, uh, at this point, encourage and help other people in our tribe, our other, other Christian people to do what the secular culture is doing better than we are. And that's being funny. Mm. You know, there, there, there is no uh, equivalent to Dave Chappelle and, and, right. and the outspoken Christian market. And, and right. I'm not saying that there aren't funny Christian comedians. I'm saying that the Christian comedians who are the best Christian comedians don't have the, uh, they don't have the stones to stand up and talk about the issues that Dave Chappelle talks about because yeah. the church won't tolerate it. Yeah. And they make their money 
They make their living going around and talking to church people. And the church people like, we're not going to talk about transgender. We're not going to talk about right, abortion. Right, right. We're not going to talk about politics. The number of times I've been told we don't want anything political. We don't want you to talk about anything political. It's like, okay. Those, those comedians are way funnier in the green room than they are on stage. And right. I've heard them. And they're right. really, really good. But a lot of them, they kind of cut their own tongues out and you know tie their hands behind their backs because they're like, I just don't even want to deal with all the drama that would happen if I... If I said this on stage. Yeah, I put comedians into the fourth estate, maybe the fifth estate, something like that. But I put, put them into that they, are, they have been licensed to tell us the truth. Yeah. And if they don't speak, then we won't know and we won't observe and we don't grow as a culture. They used yeah. to be. They used to be. But it's now, I, I would agree with you now that you've unpacked your whole church culture thing, um, that, that the church is responsible for sort of muzzling the people who yeah. would stand up and go, "Hey, I'm going to poke a, I'm going to poke a finger in this person's eye," and they're like, "Well, you can't do that because Jesus wouldn't do that." It's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess what what should I do? Well, you should just you should love everybody and stop judging people, and you should take the speck <laughs> out of your own eye before the before you whatever." And and that generations of that talking has made Christians so we're not funny anymore yeah. Yeah. because we're afraid to we're afraid mm-hmm. to actually point out what the problem I, is. I just felt the spirit move. It felt like it was an amen moment just that we had. So This is how my podcast works, Knox. <laughs> yeah. I just do exactly what she tells me I to do. I put a finger to the wind and then... <laughs> oh, it's a little charismatic. Down. Okay. All right. She might be speaking in tongues. You have, you a, word, you have a word for us on the way out? or Who, me? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, don't do that. Everybody will call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Somebody go for Knox. <laughs> Thanks for visiting The Comedian's House. If you want to spend more time with our family, you can follow John Branion on YouTube and Facebook. Also email nextdoor at johnbranion.com with your comments and questions. We'll see you next time. See you next time.